RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, this is the real one, people. Football is on us, literally. Uh, a week from today, we'll have Monday Night Football. <laughs> I miss it. And uh, a few days from today, we're going to have a pretty darn good uh, season opener with the Kansas City Chiefs playing uh, Houston. So it'll be nice. It'll be nice. But the Buccaneers, obviously, is who we're worried about and probably less worried than we normally are. It's a weird season, everybody. It's a weird time. It's 2020. And what would be more apropos than the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl in 2020 in their own house with nobody watching? That would make a whole that would make sense. That's what 2020 is all about. It's about weird shit. So our Buccaneers are as strapped as we've ever been. You know, it's a funny thing. They, were, they replayed the Buccaneers Super Bowl the other day in San Diego, and I watched it. And I watched the majority of it. And you know what's funny? The Buccaneers team today is more talented than that team. I'm not going to say they're better, but they're more talented. That team was a hungry football team. And to me, the most important thing for the Buccaneers is hunger. And that's with every team. Nobody's more talented in Kansas City, probably. But Kansas City's challenge is going to be hunger. You don't come back as hungry after you win that Super Bowl and you have all the parades and everybody's telling you how great you are and everybody's, all the prognosticators are saying that you're going to win. The hunger tends to go away and you need a special breed of people to, to continue that hunger. So the Buccaneers are talented, okay? Obviously, um, we, we, we could talk about Tom Brady to a blow in the face and Rob Gronkowski. And listen, we have a lot of great football players on both sides of the ball. We just signed Leonard Fournette. With that addition, and I'm going to say this, you know, sometimes, like, Tom Brady is going to bring wins to Tampa Bay area, period. Rob Gronkowski, yes, he's a big addition. Uh, Leonard Fournette, I'm not quite sure yet, okay? First of all, it has to be buyer beware when you talk about somebody who was released, not traded, released by a bad football team. Now, that bad football team is selling the house, okay? They, they don't give a rat's ass about this season. But nobody else wanted Leonard Fournette. Doesn't that scare you? It scares me a little bit. Leonard Fournette's had issues, locker room issues. He misses a lot of games. So I'm hoping Leonard Fournette's a big piece of what's going on, although I'm not putting my eggs in that basket. I don't know if he's going to be the guy. You know, Bruce Arians has come out already and said that Ronald Jones, this is his team. And that scares me too because I I don't know if Ronald Jones has done enough for me to say that he's the guy or the man. I mean, he must be the best we got. So I hope that Ronald Jones uh, improves, you know, exponentially from last year. He didn't suck last year, but he wasn't a difference maker by any means. Tom Brady's going to make Ronald Jones better. I went to uh, practice the other day at Raymond James Stadium. It was a waste of my gosh darn time. Uh, got up. I had to be at the fence at 7.45 that I got to let us in. Me and our producer, Jay Retcher, with masks on, 7.45. Got in. They let us in. Got into the stadium. Had to social distance, which is fine. And you had to wear your masks outside social distance in a stadium 
with 30 people there. I wore it. I'm happy. Uh, listen, I don't, nobody likes to wear masks, right? But not in an open air stadium with 115 degrees while I'm watching football. I really dislike that. And then before any of the hitting started or any of the drills started, they escorted everybody out. So we got there by 745 or near the field at 8. They got on the field about 830. I think by 9 o'clock they escorted everybody out before any of the drills happened. So that was a waste of my darn time. So I didn't get a chance to see much. I got a chance to see Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones looks a little bigger than he did last year. I got a chance to see Tristan Wirth. Tristan Wirth is substantially thicker than I thought he would be. He almost built like a guard. He is thick. And they're saying the kid's good. But in general, I didn't get a whole lot out of that practice, so I can't really say a whole lot. And that's what's so weird about this season. We don't know what's happening. We don't know who's good. We don't know who's bad. We don't know what rookies look. It's weird. This is a weird, weird season. But when the addition of Leonard Fournette, I don't know what's going to happen as far as what everybody's role is going to be. Because in a way, like Leonard Fournette and Shady McCoy and Ronald Jones are kind of similar, but all, all very different. They're all supposed to catch the ball out of backfield, although Fournette and McCoy have, have proven it. We've heard it about Ronald Jones. But to me, it's going to be, you know, Bruce Arians going with the hot hand. And Byron Leftwich, maybe one game, Shady McCoy is a better matchup against some defense. Maybe you have a big, bulky defense. Or maybe if you have a speed defense, maybe you bring Fournette in there to beat him up a little bit. I'm not quite sure what their plans are going to be. But, you know, to bring in Fournette this late is kind of, it's tough. It's going to be tough for him to pick it all up. So don't depend on Leonard Fournette, especially early in this season. Now, there wasn't a whole lot of crazy cuts. Uh, they did cut Abongawale, who I don't know if I've ever pronounced his name, so it's the last time I'm going to do it. So he cut. He got cut. He'll get picked up by somebody. I believe he did. You know, he was our special teams captain, although he just was the odd man out. You bring Fournette in, Fournette in you can't have you know that many running backs, unfortunately for him. And Matt Gay, I guess, was the biggest cut. Matt Gay, our kicker, fifth-round draft pick from last year. Not exactly a, a Guayo type of cut, but, you know, you would think that the Buccaneers would eventually luck into a kicker. I, I think the number was since 09, the Bucks have had 12 kickers. 12 kickers since 09. That's more, more than a kicker a year. Some kickers stick around for 20 years on some teams. We can't find a kicker. And Matt Gay last year started the year off well, had a big leg, and he lost some games for us. And towards the end of the season, got a little shaky. So Matt Gay's gone. I don't foresee him finding another team. He's young and inexperienced, and he don't have much pedigree right now. But he's got a big leg. So we'll, we'll see if he falls on somebody's roster. Winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season also means Survivor, Super Contest, and Squares. At MyBookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props, put your feet up, and watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice. It's time to celebrate the NFL season. We've been waiting for a while, and it's here. 
Invest in your intuition. Use promo code INTRENCHES, that's INTRENCHES, and double your first deposit. New players will get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sport you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at MyBookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. It's that easy. Use promo code INTRENCHES and double it your first deposit. you got to take advantage of that. We all like to put a little bit of money on football, and the way you've been doing it is illegal. Let's do it legally with my bookie. I'm going to put a first bet in right now, and I'm going to get it doubled. I'm going to put a little money on that over nine and a half for the Buccaneers, so take advantage. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. The Bucks just uh, signed Josh Rosen to the practice squad. Um, it's an extended practice squad, and it has way different rules than it normally does. I don't know all the rules. I know Josh McCown just got signed by the Eagles, who is Josh McCown, 67 years old, and they signed him by the Eagles. He's, he's in his 40s, by the way. Um, he's going to be making $12,000 a week to stay home. Sign me. Give me $12,000 a week. I'll, I'll be a virtual Player in a second. So good for Josh McCown. Making $12,000 a week sitting at home watching stuff on TV. Now that sounds like fun to me. Football's around the corner. The Buccaneers will not be playing uh, in front of fans to begin with. Um, from what I've heard, there are some you know, some teams talking about 10, 12, 14,000 fans. I don't know how much of a difference that makes. Um, but I guess Ron DeSantis actually wanted the Bucks to allow fans in the opener to, I guess, demonstrate that Tampa's ready to host the Super Bowl. And like I said, Super Bowl in Tampa, you know, whether we are in it or not, uh, it just makes sense with the luck that we have here in the Tampa Bay area to have a Super Bowl in the first year of COVID. What is that going to look like? Well, I can tell you what, what, what would be better than a social distancing Super Bowl party? Hey, that sounds like a good time. Sounds like a lot of people make a lot of money, or not. So let's see how that whole thing unfolds, okay? I, that's the last thing on my mind at this moment in the Super Bowl. It's the last thing. They got a whole football season in front of us. Whether you know it or not, the Buccaneers, since in my existence, I got here in 1990. They, they existed before that, but they never were worth a darn. A couple of years with Doug Williams, but the Buccaneers have never been this talked about ever at any time in any offseason. They've never been this highly regarded ever. I'm shocked at the amount of people that are picking the Buccaneers to go to the Super Bowl. It's a good thing, but I'm seriously, that's, I'm shocked because you, you just that doesn't happen very often. You don't really grab somebody else's quarterback and grab all these new players and all of a sudden think that you are going to the Super Bowl. It doesn't usually work that way. Hopefully we we change it, but you know I, I I did a spot for my bookie and I'm literally going to put some money on the over for the Buccaneers on futures. The over is nine and a half. I think I I figure the Bucks sneak their way out of ten wins somehow. I, they're going to get ten. Well, <laughs> I've been wrong before. I can see ten wins on that on that uh, schedule, which is not an easy schedule by the way, by any means. So the Buccaneers are at nine and a half. And listen to this. These are other teams that are also at nine and a half. Seattle Seahawks. I'm putting nine. I might put some money on that too. Seahawks with Russell Wilson. They're winning 10 games. That's just what Russell does. Indianapolis Colts at nine and a half. And I have a funny feeling they're 
the most overblown offseason because offseason team because I don't know if Philip Rivers has it anymore. I, I don't. I don't know if he's any better than Brissett. Philadelphia Eagles at nine and a half. I think they're Fugazi as well. And the Pittsburgh Steelers at nine and a half. And listen, the Pittsburgh Steelers will go as Ben goes. Uh, ben gets beat up, man. He's old. How's Ben going to stay healthy? And above the Buccaneers, we have the Cowboys at 10. I, I don't see that. New Orleans Saints at 10 and a half. 49ers at 10 and a half. Ravens at 11 and a half. And Kansas City Chiefs at 11 and a half. You want to know my prediction for this season? I think the Buccaneers end up getting going 10 and 6. I think it's a surging 10 and 6 in November and December. I think they go 4 and 4 uh in the first 8 games. It's not and that's not going to be easy to throw a team together and just to click right away, especially offensively. Our defense is going to have to keep us in some games early. But I think towards the end of the season as Tom Brady and everybody's getting more familiar with each other offensively especially, I think we come we at the end we end up six and two in the last eight games and then figure out a way to go ten and six. And you get your ass in the playoffs. And when you get in the playoffs, you never know. You never know. So it's here, people. We've been waiting a long ass time. We don't know whether it's gonna last, but I tell you what, I'm ready. And from what it looks like, it's gonna last. You know why? Because money is not gonna let it fail. Money won't let it fail, and they're kind of figuring out a bunch of contingencies. That just in case they have an outbreak, they have a bunch of guys on the roster, and they'll just put crappy players out there. But they're they got to get that money. That's a lot of money to be left out there, and they have all some pretty good examples of some other leagues that are doing it the right way, although they're doing it in a different setting, and that setting being the bubble. So it's possible, but I'm still not a fan of, you know, <laughs> accountability with young football players. If I want accountability, I don't know if young football players are where I go to get it. They run the streets. We ran the streets. They'll run the streets. That's what happens. You're 22 years old. You got a bunch of new money. You've been waiting your whole life for this. Hopefully, these guys are mature enough to, you know, stay their ass inside, at least for the football season, you know, for the betterment of the league and your team. Because you are going to be quite the villain if you stroll in there with covid and you mess up that locker room because it's going to be one a-hole, you know, selfishly do whatever the hell he wants to do. And you don't have to look too far. Labor Day, there's a-holes everywhere acting like a-holes everywhere. Okay? So to believe that these young kids are going to do the right thing, I hope. I hope. But I don't know if I put my money on it. If anybody wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. And um, listen, it's football season. I'm, I'm hyped. We got our lightning playing tonight. I'll be watching that uh, Thursday night. But then Sunday is when you really get into your, your element. Sit down and watch our Buccaneers. Maybe make some ribs or something like that. You know how that goes. But everybody enjoy the season that's on us. For all you Buccaneer fans, um, we were scared that this wasn't going to happen. And it's happening. So enjoy it. And everybody be safe this week and enjoy your football. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Cannabis Podcast. Quick fix on Radio Influence. 
big news that's going on in Florida. You know, I didn't even know it was really on the docket, to be honest with you. I didn't either. You. They do like, it super low-key. Real low-key. And all of yep. a sudden, Monday, I believe it was Monday, you wake up and edibles are legal. It could have been Friday. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know. So, I mean, it's a pretty damn big step now. Oh, 100%. It's going to be a huge uh, part of the market share because everybody's been waiting for yep. uh, for edibles. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of people that want to try cannabis mm-hmm. and, and utilize cannabis, but they can't because they don't they can't mix with the delivery method. Correct. You know? and a lot of people I don't think like to smoke. You right. Know? Yeah. They don't. They don't like that mm-hmm. stigma. They don't. They don't like the inhalation. It burns their throat. I've mm-hmm. heard all types of different things. Um. So it's a huge step for for people to be able to medicate correctly. Um. You know, with something that that fits them. Well, edibles fit me. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, me too. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I I was uh, strictly <clears throat> a flower guy for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Got exposed to somebody who gave me some good edibles and. I, that, that's my nighttime ritual, man. Like, mm. you know, I may take a couple puffs here and there, but like, I'm getting me some THC in me in an edible form at night. That helps me sleep. The Cannabis Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.